Hi, and you're very welcome to the Leitrim GA podcast. It's episode five of season two here on FinalWhistle.ie. I am, of course, breathing early. And for the next half hour, 35 minutes or so, a bit of a short show this week, we're going to be featuring some of the other things that are happening around the grounds in the county. We're not really talking about football on the show this week at all. Of course, it was a big week for Leitrim footballers. They were in action in Waterford last weekend, came out with a fantastic victory. Uh, really, really impressive first-half performance, and then things started to go wrong. But unlike the game against London, uh, the Leitrim had rallied, and a fantastic last 15-20 minutes of the game saw Leitrim win the game comfortably in the end to really put us back in that mix for that promotion hunt and that league final place that's still a possibility given the way the other results went at the weekend. We'll catch up with the footballers on next week's show. In terms of other results, we're recording this a bit later in the week than normal. It's Saturday afternoon, and our under-20s were in action this morning, a noon throw-in in Sligo, and they were beaten 12 points to 1-6 by the Sligo under-20s. That rounds off their film against Memorial Cup preparations. Uh, three games played, three defeats, unfortunately, but we'll catch up with, with that team on next week's show as well. For this week, we're focusing on Hurland. They've had a great campaign so far. Two games, two wins. They sit top of the league. And they travel to Longford tomorrow to take on uh, one of the favourites for this competition. But Leitrim will be hoping to, that they can secure another victory and put themselves into a semi-final spot. Top three in the division uh, going into the knockout phases. The top team will go straight to the final, while second and third will play off for the right to play against them. One point from the remaining two games uh, will see Leitrim take a spot in that semi-final victory, or even two victories, would put them straight into that final. So lots to play for in line for tomorrow for our hurlers. We're going to talk to Carl McDermott in just a couple of moments. We'll also be talking to Laura O'Dowd of Ballinamore, Shauna Heslands, and of course Leitrim Ladies, one of their free-scoring forwards at the moment. They face Antrim at the weekend in Ballinamore. That's tomorrow afternoon. And get your tickets available on all of the, for both of those games, you can get tickets uh, across, uh, you find the details on social media. So plenty of action for any GA fans tomorrow afternoon in both Longford and in Ballinamore with the ladies. We're going to talk to Laura later in the show, but first, let's hear from the hurlers. And I sat down earlier in the week with Carl McDermott to talk about how they've been getting on so far. Now, of course, the hurlers are in action this weekend as well. And I'd like to be joined by Carl McDermott, uh, one of the longer, one of the longer standing members on the team. Hey, Carl, you're very welcome to the show. How are you, Brethany? I'm great. How are you? Good now. Not too bad. Excellent. It's been a good start to the year for Leitrim Hurland. I suppose um, I suppose most followers of Leitrim GA wouldn't necessarily be that aware of what's going on with the Hurlers on a, on a week-to-week basis. But uh, what, victory over Mayo, we talked about that with the lads earlier on in the in the in the season of the of the show with uh, Martin Feeney and Stephen Goldrick. Uh, that's a big scalp. First time in a couple of decades. That's been the case for Leitrim Hurland side. But more importantly, in the league campaign, two wins from two, top of the table going into this weekend's clash away to Longford. Things must be pretty good in the world of Leitrim Hurland at the moment. Yeah, things are going fairly well. There's a good buzz around the camp. Um, yeah, great to get another good result there at the weekend gone by. So uh, we've another game now against Longford on Sunday. Um, so hopefully we can keep that good run going. Yeah, in the absence of streaming, I suppose, you might just give us a quick rundown in terms of how the game went at the weekend against Cavan. Um, the game was played up in Abbottstown in Dublin. It was supposed to be a home game for us, but I think because of pitches, we were moved to Abbottstown. So it was played in fairly tough conditions. There was a fairly substantial wind going right down the middle of the field. So we 
were playing against the breeze at the first half and that was a fairly dogged half. The score was six points to one three at half time. Uh, we were one three, Calvin six points. So the first half was pretty much trying to keep in the game, trying to limit the amount of Calvin scores. And in the second half, we were playing with a, a fairly massive breeze. So we had a big advantage then in the second half. Um, but Calvin made it very difficult for us. We we probably could have conceded or could have scored a lot more than we did. And we were a bit disappointed with our second half performance in that we didn't take advantage of a lot of the opportunities that we had. But Calvin worked very hard and kind of broke down a lot of our attacks and made it very difficult for us. So we ended up uh, winning by seven points in the end, which it, it, it was it was a good result, but uh, the performance was was had a lot to be had a lot to be. Uh, we could have done a lot better. In terms, I suppose of, of this year and last year, to comparison, no wins last year in the in the league campaign at all. What's been the difference this year to have such a good start to the campaign in terms of maybe just those two wins from two rather than maybe the complete blank slate we had last season? Yeah, um, there's been a really professional kind of approach to the to the team this year like we we came back together after the championship in november and we were training consistently as a panel then from december we have a uh, end alliance in as a full-time snc coach this year which i think has made a massive difference um so he's he is very focused trainings uh snc training so along with that we have a great trainer in this year joe um from portomna there he's he's really brought a new element to things um and yeah, just Olkin and Alan and the lads there are, are, are keeping things very professional with their stats and everything. Like we, 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 our training is very focused, and we have a great, uh, like we, we, we have a great outline of our training. So we have a calendar at the start of every month. We know where we're, what we're working towards. Every game has a great. We have a solid approach to it. So things are really, uh, really kind of professional this year, and and I think it's really shown then on the field and with our performances. How much easier does it make it to, just to show up then for Leitrim in terms of being involved in the squad and making that decision to commit to the start of the year when you know it's going to be run on that basis and you know exactly what you're getting yourself into week on week, month on month in a Leitrim jersey? Oh, it makes a massive difference. Like for trying to for trying to like schedule your life outside of training, you can at least you have your dates there. You know what you have to work towards, and you have a calendar that's been done out. You can go back to your management and say these are the dates that I need to work around or I need to change and like it just it's massive for every aspect of your life outside of it um for say for work if you're if you have to work weekends like I do to have a, a calendar there to know your dates and have a, a professional setup there that you can come back and like try to organize trainings around and organize your work life around uh, makes a huge difference in terms of getting everything done which is the bigger priority from your point of view is it the job or the hurling because I suppose it's a fine balancing act to keep both bosses happy effectively the hurling manager and the day-to-day -day boss in the day job and um, which do you kind of put priority on and maybe either one of them might not like the answer to this yeah I at, at certain times of the year it'd be it'd be work and then I, I think when you get into the middle of training and you're in the middle of a league season or a championship season I, I'd say the hurling I'd say I I would I, yeah I put I put the hurling first because you're you, you're just putting so much into it at the time and your focus is around, is completely around it that I uh, yeah probably the hurling. 
I'm sure the day, the day job boss might not be too happy to hear that. Oh, I don't think he'll be watching anyway. <laughs> he, he knows the crack already. I'd imagine he's well used to it at this stage. In terms of, I suppose, your, your own last six to 12 months or so in both the, the Leitrim jersey and that of your club, including the Mons, it's been a big year. You, you flattered to deceive a few times in county finals. You've come really, really close to, to winning that title on probably the last three occasions but last year, finally, uh, you got across the line and, and managed to to edge out Carrick Hurland and that. How big of a, I suppose, a boost was that to the lads who've been plowing away there in in Bogon and, and trying to get across that line to win that title for for a while? Because it's been a couple of years, I think three or four years since you last managed to, to secure that. Yeah, yeah, it was massive for the lads. Um, it was it, it just after the last few seasons that we've had and how close we got. It was it was really tough, and I think it would have. It would have hurt a lot more to, to for that to happen again. So it was just a massive relief to get over the line this time. And I'm sure everyone felt the same. Um, no, it was brilliant. How important is it for Leitrim Hurland to have a second team that's as competitive as Clune have been for the last five or six years? Because for maybe I'm maybe going back 10 or 15 years now, but it was a stage where Carrick Hurland kind of only had to show up to win the county title. That's no longer the case. It's a very competitive competition, albeit only a one-game event. Um how how important is it to, for the squad to have that competition within the team for places? It's massive. It's massive because it means that instead of having a strong fifteen, if we if we carry like just carrot were strong, we have a strong thirty there, and we can build a panel around that. And as everyone who's involved with any sort of county panel knows, you need a strong panel, not just a strong team. Um, to, to, to try to go far in competition. So to be able to build a good, strong panel of 26 to 30 is 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 very important. Um, yeah. In, in terms of the, the immediate future, though, it is, of course, this weekend, Longford, the opponents on Sunday afternoon, two o'clock throw in there. The current situation is it's top team in the league of five uh, is into the league final. The next two face each other in a semi-final uh, for the right to play them to decide the league title. Currently, Leitrim top of the table, uh, albeit with wins over the two lower sides ranked on the table so far. Cavan and from uh, Cavan and Lancashire already in the bag. Uh, now you've got to go and take on Longford and then with Fermanagh to finish. One point will see you guarantee yourselves a semi-final spot. Uh, a win or a win and a draw would probably put you straight into a final. What's what's within the capability of this squad? Is a is a top-of-the-table spot and a, a league final appearance uh, within this team's remit? Um, we'll see. We'll see in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it, there's a lot to be seen playing these next two games because we haven't played Longford in in a while. So, like we've seen their games and we kind of see the standard they're at. And I think they're at a fairly similar standard ourselves. Uh, Longford and Fermanagh, I'd imagine, are at a fairly similar standard. So, I think these next few games that are coming up are going to be very competitive ones. Um, and it'll, it'll kind of determine. I'd obviously determine who ends up where if we end up straight in a final or in a semi-final but look if we have to play a semi-final to get into the final it won't be the end of the world but we obviously will be going out to win on Sunday and then to win again we'll refocus and aim to win again on in two weeks time but look we still we just have to see what they're like of course the championship rolling around very soon after a potential league final appearance should that be in your future uh, what's the have you allowed yourself to think that far forward has there been any talk about that or is it purely now focusing on you're going to tell me it's the next round of the league but have you looked towards the championship at all uh so far this season um we we haven't actually we haven't we look we we know at the end of the season our, our target is to be in crow park uh competing for a laurie matter title and to be bringing that laurie matter title down the road 
But as it stands, a lot of the teams that we're going to be playing in this league are it's the same teams that we're going to be playing in the championship. So we, we need to aim at, the, aim at the team in front of us and hope that leads us then to, to bring in the Laurie Maher Cup down the road in May. You've done this obviously before with Leitrim. Uh, any kind of little bit of a, I suppose, confidence gained from having won this title before in terms of the Laurie Maher Cup, that is, uh, having won that title before and having that season at the Nicky Rackert level? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a different, there is a different attitude going into the competition this year compared to years gone by. Um, we, you know, in other years, it, it seemed like a much bigger task to, to be able to get to a Laurie Maher final where this year, it's 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 much easier to envisage envisage yourself doing it and to set it as a target in your own head. Um, so we'd be very disappointed if we didn't get to a Laurie Maher final this year. Um, but I, yeah, I think I think the experience of being there before and having won it definitely does uh, help us help us in that way. You've got a reputation as a marksman from the from dead balls. Does that put any added pressure on you coming into these games, kind of thinking maybe five and off day, we're going to miss a few frees, could be the difference between winning and losing. How does that go through your head in the build-up to a game uh, like Sunday afternoon's fixture? Uh, it's, it doesn't really breath me. Uh, Gavin, Gavin will be taking most of the scoreable frees and we have another great free-taker there, Joe and Joe, that uh, that can pop them. So I, I'd say I'll be, I'll be restricted to anything back outside Gavin's range anyway so talk to me about Joe because uh, I don't quite know his surname is it O'Rourke the, the oh. lad from Dublin that's joined this year uh, Joe Murray Joe Murray yeah so talk to us about Joe he, he seems to have made an early impact in the early games how has he got on most Legion fans won't have had the chance to see him yet again without any streaming option um, unless they've been at the games which is probably very unlikely in terms of where they've been um, what's what, what's he has he impressed you so far Oh, absolutely! From the day he landed down to his first training, he impressed he impressed everyone. No, he's a he's a fantastic hurler, and we're, we're lucky to have him. Um, he he he's just he's a great he's a great marksman or, or a great target man in the forwards, and he's a he's a great work rate as well, which is which is something we really really appreciate. Um, but no, he's he's made a great impression since he came, and obviously he's 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 getting on the score sheet as well, which which makes the difference. Of course, two games to come, as we mentioned. Uh, long for this weekend for Mana in two weeks' time. Uh, what's the prediction? Can Leitrim win both games? Oh, yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, well, on that positive note, I'll leave you there, Carl. Carl, thanks a million for joining us. The best luck in Longford on, on Sunday and again in uh, in Fermanagh. I think it's a home game against Fermanagh in a couple of weeks. And uh, the best luck in both those fixtures. And hopefully, we'll be chatting about a league final appearance in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks very much for joining. Thanks very much, Preston. Now, of course, the ladies are also in action this weekend and they take to the field in Ballinamore to face Antrim in what will be a, a chance for them to seal a place in the semi-finals uh, to confirm top spot in the group and maybe seal Antrim's uh, demise out of that competition as well. I'm joined now by one of the stalwarts of Leitrim Ladies Football, Laura Dowd. Laura, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks a million, Brethany, for having me. It's a pleasure as always, and I suppose it's been a, a good start to the year for Leitrim. Some new faces coming into that team to maybe give the likes of yourself some competition for places, but it's all very healthy and all very positive for Leitrim, and two really, really good results so far over Derby and Ferran in the open stages of the league. What's it been like from your point of view? Yeah, absolutely. We've had a great start. You know, we've made two out of two. Uh, so we had Ferman at home, and 
um yeah overall we, we were really happy with that performance you know loads loads of things that uh we needed to learn from as well which we've been working on and training since then we made the trip to Derry similar enough we were delighted to get the win um and again lots of things to work on there but um yeah absolutely the younger players that have come in this year have just been pushing every single one of us you know especially the older players it's just great to have that competition there it just makes makes training sessions so worthwhile you know when you have someone there that's pushing for every single position on the pitch so it's yeah absolutely brilliant so we're we're looking forward now to to Antrim this Sunday now we have a home home game against them so we're yeah we're raring to go Antrim one of those sides that maybe uh, the results in, in recent years haven't been great for them and you go into this game as, as big favorites for that how difficult is it to, to get yourself up for a game where all neutrals, I suppose, expect you to win fairly handily when any team in this competition at this grade is capable of a shock on, on the day. How do you prepare to keep yourself from, from allowing that kind of a situation to de develop? Yeah, I suppose you don't. I think personally, anyway, myself, I think a lot of the girls would agree, you know, we wouldn't go into a game thinking that we ever have it, have it handy or it's going to be a handy game. Um, and I suppose that's the way we're looking at it now for Antrim. We know it's going to be a battle like they're in a position now that they they have to win this game this weekend so even from last year when we played them the first 10 minutes I think we were nine or ten points down because they just threw everything at us so we're we're going to be completely prepared for them like they have they have to win this game so it's going to be a really a really good task and a, a battle for us and hopefully we'll we'll come on the better side of it at the end yeah, we take a very strange combination of results at this stage now to, to keep you out of those knockout stages of the league. Of course, in that final last year, defeat to Loud, unfortunately, uh, despite a, a spirited comeback in the end. Is that the plan this year? Uh, is, a league, is a league title the kind of the, the ultimate goal of, of the, the first half of the season, at least? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we did really well last year. You know, we, we made it to the final and we were just really unfortunate on the day. It didn't go our way. So for this year, absolutely our goal is to win it. So we have this weekend is completely the only thing we're focused on. And from there, we'll take it from to the semi-final. The way the other side of the table is going at the minute, it can literally be any of the four teams on the other side that, that we could potentially be meeting. So for now, it's just focus on Sunday and take it from the next step. And hopefully we'll be back in, in that final position again. Uh, plenty of youngsters coming into the fold, as we talked about already, uh, have made their debuts at this level and, and have impressed. Um, the first day out against uh, Derry, not, not Derry, Fermanagh in, in Ballinamore, um, every single member of the squad who was named that day, the full 30 players got to play and got a fairly decent chunk of time as well. Um, Sarah Reynolds opened up her account within her first minute with her first goal for the county. It must be nice to see those players coming in and having such an immediate impact and not just getting game time, but actually making an impact in games as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I think that was the biggest thing that even Hugh, like our manager, had said that he wanted everyone to to gain experience. So obviously the younger ones coming up wouldn't have as much experience. And that's one thing that, that he wanted. And we were lucky enough that he was able to bring on um all 15 all 15 players um into the fold and all of them got a good 20 plus minutes which was brilliant um and like i was saying a train and like they're competing and that's why sarah got her starting spot that day was because she's she's pushing so hard and that's the thing for this sunday no one knows who's going to be starting it could be the younger ones could be 
the girls that have been there for longer, but it's just brilliant to have that mix there. In terms of, suppose, of your own situation, what does it feel like to you when you're looking at players coming through and you're kind of going, I'm, I'm not sure my place anymore because you've been a fixture in that team for as long as probably you care to remember. Is, is it that little bit of worry or are you, you just take it as a challenge that you want to up your own game to stay ahead of the girls coming behind you? Oh, well, you know, you'd always have it in the back of your mind, you know, you'd like to get that starting position. But at the end of the day, it's improving myself as well. You know, no one wants to just be able to rock up, put in half half an effort of training and be given a given a starting position, you know. So I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's bringing each individual on leaps and bounds by having having that competition there. So it's a healthy competition and it's it's what's improving us as a team. So, yeah, yeah, really good. Obviously, you've been involved in the squad for a few seasons now at this stage, and it seems to be in a really, really healthy place. And we've seen over the last maybe decade or two, leap from ladies tends to kind of ebb and flow. Sometimes it's very strong, and sometimes it's 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 a little bit less than that, shall we say? And um, and even some years we haven't had been able to feel a team even. And now we seem to be on the, the uprise of, of a of um I suppose that that curve is. What what's the the key ingredient? Do you feel to this is has is it the new management team that's come in over the last year or two that's really kind of raised standards and brought those players along with them, or is it coming from within the group of girls themselves? Yeah, to be honest, I think there's a it's a mixture. Um, I think definitely management was a big part of it, and I think that's what kickstarted the team. Um, definitely like the professionalism that has been brought in terms of management is huge it's, it's we've never had it in elite from ladies before so it's it's it was a real good kickstart for us and that professionalism has stayed with us the whole way through but I think a big part of it is the girls themselves you know like the commitment that the girls have decided to put in over the past couple of years is what what has kept us all together and you know I think in the last few years you'd kind of have girls dropping in dropping out some coming in coming out that kind of way and I felt there wasn't much of a structure to the team whereas I think this year and even the last the last few years has just been a different story and um, you can even see now like a huge number of the girls that are on the panel now are girls that have been there over the last two three years as well and we're sticking together so to be honest I think it's it's a mixture between both both team and management. And how important is it, I suppose, for, for the county scene to have so many teams capable of, of competing at the top level in the club game here? Obviously, your own Ballinamore, Shauna Heslin's finalists in 2001, Gwen Carmanor beat you that day. They also beat St. Mm-hmm. Joseph last year. So there's three or four clubs at the top level who can compete, but even all the way down in intermediate and junior levels, there's teams at the same level. It's very competitive now within the club scene. Does that allow these girls to kind of get really good competitive games and bleed that and breed them into the, the senior fold for the county. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's not a case that the whole team is just from a few of the senior senior teams. You know, we have a mixture of really strong players from junior right through to intermediate and up to up to senior. Um so I think I think it's brilliant for them, you know, obviously at junior level in club. They might feel like they're not playing as as high of a level as they are with the senior club level. So by them given the opportunity now to play county senior, it's it's a massive massive step up, and it's just given them that confidence to kind of push on. And yeah, absolutely, it it, it it'll stand to them in leaps and bounds. Outside of the county scene, what's your own plans and, and ambitions for the year? Can 
Ballinamore, Sean and Heslins, can they replicate what the boys did last year and, and bring home that senior championship? Is that within the group of players that are around Ballinamore at the moment? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I suppose for the time being now, it's, it's all county focused, but absolutely like um, it's never been done, unfortunately, with the with the Ballinamore ladies. So absolutely, we want to make history at, at some stage. And once we kind of come back to the club scene, it'll be all go from there. But for, for now, it's just kind of focusing on on county now. And we'll we'll see later in the year what, what the story unfolds. <laughs> Of course, it is, of course, Antrim in, in Ballinamore this weekend. Uh, that's the sole focus, as you mentioned, for everybody involved in Leitrim Ladies. Uh, what's what's the game plan for, for the weekend? What much can you tell us about was what you're planning to do in terms of, is, is it go out and, and just secure the, the, the semi-finals position or is it to go out and, and run up as, as big a score as possible or to, to try and, and like really put that game, finish it off nice and early? What's the, the game plan? What can you tell us? Yeah, well, I suppose it's going to be a tough game, so I can't, you know, I can't see it being a thing that we're just going in to show up or anything like that. So it's from it's from the get go. We we stick to our game plan. If it's a thing that it's not doesn't seem to be working, it might be a matter that switches need to be made in terms of game plans or it could be players in certain positions. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to have to see see what way Antrim line out and we'll we'll do what we do best and hopefully at the end of it it will it will lead to a win yeah absolutely in terms of the the I suppose the way that the league has gone unlike the men we talked to Carl McDermott earlier in the show about uh, the lack of, of streaming availability for the the hurlers people can't follow them as closely mm-hmm. as they might have done in the last two years how important is it for the LGFA and Lidl I know who sponsor it uh, to provide that option for the girls' sport, and so that other players, whether they can make it to the game or not, can actually sit down on YouTube or or on um, the, the the ladies' website and actually watch these games from anywhere in the world. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. You know, um, it's just such a it's such a big advantage. You know, um, it's a shame it hasn't been in. You know, from from years ago, but um, oh, absolutely. You know, there's people that can't be there, and they've whether it be plans or whatever it is, they just can't be there. It's brilliant that they have the opportunity now that they can they can link in and and watch the game, just like that. People have friends and family that are abroad that you know is it means a huge amount to those as well that just have no hope of being here at all to watch to watch the games. You know, it was always just text updates or whatever it was. So um, no, it's been an absolute brilliant addition uh, by the LGFA. So um, yeah, hopefully hopefully that keeps running because it's it's hugely beneficial. As easy as it is to watch it from anywhere in the world, as the ad used to say, nothing beats being there yourself. Uh, oh. Saturday, Sunday afternoon, two o'clock in Ballinamore. Um, tickets are available online. They can grab them wherever they want. Uh, all the LGFA information will be on the Leitrim GA or the Leitrim LGFA website and all their social medias or whatever. How important is that people come along and support? Because there was a great crowd there for the opening game of the season against Fermanagh and uh, stand nearly full in 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 Ballinamore, there must be nearly 800,000 people at the game. Are you aware of that as a player, that the, the crowd is, is there and there to cheer on Leitrim at, at a home game like that? I suppose at times, yes. You know, when you kind of start the game, you're so zoned in that you might not actually notice it. But when a score, you know, when someone pops the ball over the bar in the net and you hear that cheer, it just gives, you know, it gives such pride, you know, wearing the jersey. So it's it's such a, a huge thing for us to see that crowd there out to support Leitrim and out to support their their county ladies. So absolutely for anybody that can be there, 
try and make yourself there because you know it's it's hugely important for us as well absolutely and hopefully they get to see it secure that top spot in the division on sunday afternoon as well laura thanks so much for joining us as ever pleasure to have you on the show and best luck on sunday great thanks a million Brittany. And that, folks, is it for the week from the Leitrim GA podcast. I've been Brefany Early. Thank you so much to my guests, Karen McDermott and Laura O'Dell. The best luck to both in their games with the Leitrim Hurlers and the Leitrim Ladies tomorrow afternoon in Longford and Balnamore, respectively. Do get out, do support them, do get to a game. The ladies' games have been streamed live on uh, the final details on the Leitrim, uh, the Ladies Gaelic. Uh, Facebook pages and, and social media accounts. Uh, the, unfortunately, you'll have to go to the Hurling to see it, but uh, plenty of potential there for a, a league semi-final or final appearance in the coming weeks. So do get out and support the Leitrim uh, teams in action this weekend. Uh, for me, I'll be back next week. We'll be chatting to um, some of the members of the senior team. We'll be chatting to some of the, the representatives of that squad about their upcoming games and whether that in, that opportunity to get to a league final still exists for that team. We'll be talking about that in a bit more detail next week. Thanks very much for joining us. Talk to you again soon.